1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to BNI, the Australian Story Podcast. My name is Veronica, and of course, I'm here with our Executive Director, and uh, uh, what, what can I say? Just a great guy. Great guy. Oh, thank so you, v. you the Podcast, <laughs> And also doing the uh, director consultant training at the moment. The guy never stops, and he's made time for our podcast again. <laughs> Mr Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent.
0: Hi, V. Hi, everyone great to be back again um yeah thank you for the kudos uh veronica the feeling's mutual and uh <laughs> i don't know how we're finding time in our uh, in our lives to bring you this at the moment but we are still working through as well we had a um, we actually came off a great Talking about director sessions, we came off a great combined session last Friday where we had a uh, all the Melbourne directors together. It was fantastic. Uh, probably have some interviews coming up from that soon from the people involved because we had a, quite a few people who uh, who said they liked the con uh, the podcast. I so like to share some stories, and um, we'll have them coming up in a few weeks. I'll touch base with them. But uh, really positive event, getting all the team together. And if you're uh, if you're a member and you're not on the uh, director or ambassador team, and you are a, a high achiever. We only take high achievers on the director ambassador team. If you'd like to be involved in that, please look up your local executive director or area director, and they'll point you in the right direction to have a talk about that because there's further opportunities uh, on top of being a normal BNI member um, connecting with that team.
1: It was a fantastic event. And I think one of the things, uh, being in the DNA team, it's not just about being able to say that I get to do this and be an I. You get access to an even greater level of training, mentorship, um, and also the visibility is fantastic too because we even had Frederick Marcoux there who flew all the way from the other side to uh, be hands on deck with our uh, directors on the day. So, um, and I'm going to start a Facebook page with um, Frederick's blessing on the day. So check with your executive director, and if you're happy to be part of that as well, we're inviting all the uh, training support directors to be part of this Facebook page to share resources, stories, um, and it, it might be some podcasts that come out of that as well. So just every opportunity that get together and keep spreading this beautiful BNI message.
0: <laughs> it was the other side of Australia he flew from. Oh, what did I? Say? Just the other side.
1: <laughs> well, i the other side of something. Now, speaking of the other side, we have a fantastic guest. I'm very excited. We've finally been able to get her in the same time as we are, uh, even though we're on Zoom. So, Brent, I'll hand over to you.
0: Yes, we've been trying to get this interview going for the last few weeks. But uh, unfortunately, the, uh, the big C got in the way. Well, the the second biggest C, which is COVID, and uh, she looks to be a bit uh, a bit more sprightly, a bit more recovered now. And it's someone both you and I know, and it's Danny Taylor V. So welcome, Danny from uh, Danny's from Find Your Spark, and she is now in BNI Triton, but she has been transient as a member. So welcome, Danny, to BNI the Australian Story Podcast.
2: Thank you, Brand. Thanks, B. It's great to be here finally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I know you listen to us uh, quite a bit because I get your feedback quite a bit from what we do. Um, but let's uh, share with the viewers. You're currently in uh, BNI Triton. Where does Triton meet?
2: Well, Triton is part of the BNI Brisbane Central region. We meet in Wynnum at the Wynnum Golf Club on a Wednesday morning.
0: Excellent, excellent. And now, how long have you been a part of our network?
2: Uh, Almost three years now so uh, originally I was a member down in Melbourne in one of your chapters Brent in the southeast region Uh, was an online chapter so I was there for two years Um, and then my husband and I made the change to move up to Brisbane just over a year ago so once I moved up to Brisbane um, I made the change over to a Brisbane chapter and uh, went with a face-to-face group this time
0: <laughs> and one of our many members from Victoria who uh who uh who got out of Dodge and moved up north <laughs> after that uh after those times. But uh hey, uh, fantastic you found B and I up there and enjoying the sun and enjoying the sunshine. So um just uh if you can share with our us and our listeners how you found about found out about B and I. It's something we ask in all our podcasts. Yeah, well actually
2: it involves uh, your lovely co host here, V. So, um, Veronica was actually doing an interview with my business partner um, just before COVID or during COVID. Um, and they were having a chat online. And at the time, uh, my business partner had just joined her own chapter uh, down in Mount Eliza in Victoria. And V mentioned that she was just starting up an online chapter and um, proposed that uh, Juanita's husband maybe come along and join, he's a mortgage broker. And so Juanita naturally just shared it with me and um, suggested that I maybe go along. Um, So it was a bit of a combination of Veronica and Juanita who introduced me to BNI. And I guess for me, um, you know, I was new to networking, never experienced anything like it before. And at the time it was all happening during the Zoom phase. Um, as we're all in lockdown. So I went along to the Mount Eliza chapter as a guest, as Juanita's guest, and uh, experienced their meeting, which was a traditional meeting. Uh, and then did my second visit at another uh, chapter down in the southeast as well at, at Caram Downs, um, one of your high flying chapters, and experienced their online meeting. And, you know, for me, the, the online format. In, in its permanency was a good choice for me. Um, I had young kids that needed to be dropped off at school and the time slot and the convenience aspects all made it really a, a great choice. So I I stuck with the online chapter and was, I think, their sixth member that, that was brought in. Um, so I was part of the launch phase of the Mornington Peninsula Platinum Online chapter. And that was a really interesting experience. Um, I got to meet with you every week, Brent. Um <laughs> and you were you were helping us to introduce new the new visitors that we'll bring into the room each week.
0: I have to say, and it was probably as a launch chapter, that chapter wasn't as painful as um to launch <laughs> as some others because that was done in seven weeks, which was absolutely amazing. And uh, and you, uh, Danny, were one of the drivers of that one as well, um, helping it go forward. So we really appreciate you for that. But um, you've come from a, um, your, your product is Isagenix, uh through Find Your Spark. So you took the health and wellness products position within the chapter um, and you'd only just started that. That sort of thing, because you've come from being a, a, a professional sports person and, and into that. So you can tell us a bit more about uh, how that started and how that kicked off your, uh, your business experience with B&I.
2: Yeah, well, the professional sports person was a long time ago,
0: <laughs> but
2: um, I will I will say that you know it definitely was a, a driving force in the direction that I've taken with my business. But yeah, I started off as a a very happy product user and naturally started sharing what I was doing. And I think um, as a network marketer, there's uh, a lot of encouragement for you to tap into your warm network and your your friends and your family and that really never sat very comfortably with me. Um, So as soon as I saw the opportunity to come along to a business networking group where people were going to listen to the products that I have to offer people, the problems that I can solve and I didn't have to be hassling people. These were actually people who had genuine problems that I could help. It just made sense to me to join a chapter, and once I I did put um, you know that application form in and got accepted, it, there was no turning back for me. It was a great decision.
0: Yeah, we have plenty of networking mark network marketing people within the BNI organisation, but it's not it's about. It's about selling their products and services, not selling the business opportunity within the group. And we're, we're, it's really key that you don't actually go along that, that route and sell the business opportunity because it can upset the way we actually do things within B&I and um, and. It it make some people actually avoid you as well, um, yeah. within the organization. And that's the way to leverage opportunity with within, within BNI, because you've got that warm group of people, you can actually, uh, do your products and service, whether those people take on the business opportunity down the track, or they refer you to people to take on the business opportunity. That's, uh, that's a, you know, that's a totally different things. And that's how it can actually work from that. So, um, you actually were thrown in the deep end with your first chapter, and as I've said before, it took seven seven weeks to launch, and you became president. <laughs>
2: I did, yes. Um, oh, look, at, at the time, it was very exciting to me. My business was very new. I was passionate about helping people. I could see how b was going to work for my business, and I just wanted everyone to find their spark again. <laughs> um, so I was really genuinely keen to just jump in with two feet and, and do what I needed to do with our b group. And at the time, we were asked to put our hand up for leadership roles, and I think I put my hand up for visitor host or something like that, because I thought I'm pretty good at talking to people, and I'm a pretty friendly person. Um, but it wasn't until V gave me a call um, and spoke to me privately about the president role and what that entailed. Um, and and really how my skills that I brought and my personality that I brought were going to be advantageous for our chapter, but would also see me progress in my business as well. And, you know, I, I put a little bit of time and effort into thinking about it, but not too much time. And, yeah, I jumped in. Um, I was the inaugural president for um, Platinum Online. And it was a steep learning curve. It really was. Uh, as a new chapter, I didn't really have anything to model off except for, you know, the seven weeks of training that we'd done, anything that I read in the chapter operations manual and, you um, and really just going and visiting other chapters. So I was mentored by um, the beautiful president of Mount Eliza Ascend at the time and, you know, just really wung it. Wung it? Is that even a word? W- I winged it.
0: Winged it. <laughs> well, you did a really good job winging it because uh, you set the bar very high with that group and uh, and was a fantastic uh initial president in what was uh in what was a fully online chapter at the time um and you know this is some of the things you've just said here that it, you know it helped develop you as a as a business person and and helped develop your skill set which a lot of people don't really uh a lot of people don't really see they treat you know leadership oh i don't want to do that it's it's a poison chalice um, mm-hmm. why would I want to be a part of that and um but it's not. It's an op- leadership's an opportunity in a BNI group. It's an opportunity to get yourself out there. It's an opportunity to show how professional you are. Uh, you know, it shows your character and your skill set, and it makes you more referable mm. from people in the group. Would you agree with that?
2: Oh, absolutely. And that's the exact experience I had. I mean, I walked into BNI with a bit of a, and I, look, I'm trying to still shake it. Really, a bit of a perfectionist kind of personality and I like <laughs> things to go smoothly. And so I was really nervous.
0: That's quite know. okay. That's, I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know, if it was a
2: face-to-face group, I'm sure people would have seen my paper shaking. But, um, you know, it, it is really good to step outside your comfort zone. You know, that's the only place that we can grow. Um, and, it, you know, in stepping outside my comfort zone, I definitely increased in, in my confidence, uh, not only just presenting to a group of people but leading the group but also in, um, which I think B&I helps with in general, but in talking about your own business and being professional um, because you are the face of the group as the president and 100%. so I think it's really important for the president to hold themselves in a really professional capacity. Um, some Sometimes, you know, there can be presidents that stand up the front and and maybe a little bit jokey and kind of some to some people it might be a little bit cringeworthy some of the you know jokes that they might tell and um you know so I'm, I'm always really mindful of you know whenever I'm in a leadership role being very professional keeping my my language at a at a level that everybody is comfortable with you know so there's never any um you know any words that
0: slip out that perhaps might offend other people, and yeah, yes, I I, I wholeheartedly agree. It's it's a balance of keeping it fun but keeping it professional, mm, keeping absolutely. it lively, keeping people entertained, keeping it a, as an event, not a meeting, but also keeping it remembering we are there for business and it needs to be professional. Mm, yeah.
2: And keeping it on
0: time—that was always fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and when we do the training, it's one of the—it's one of the things I always, I always train our um, presidents on communicating with the members because the members are gonna—the uh, way the members do their parts of the meeting is gonna be—is gonna dictate whether the meeting runs on time. And if the meeting runs late, who's the first first person to complain? Mm. the members mm. <laughs> so um mm. yeah and talking to those members who who may be t- um, causing the me their their sections to actually run over uh, not knowing that it's on the president to actually run it on timing and, and get it finished on time um so you're in a, one of our very early online fully online chapters um, a lot of our face-to-face chapters went online during the pandemic um, but you guys actually start online some of the pros and cons of that or would you yeah. like to share
2: with us? Oh, look, um, there's a little bit more flexibility now, I think, with time slots, that there are some face-to-face chapters cropping up that are after-school drop-off time. But our chapter met at 9am on um, a Thursday morning online. And so it was super convenient because I could drop the kids off at school, um, sit down with my cup of tea and my, my or my shake and, <laughs> and do the meeting. Um, so it was super convenient. You don't have that travel time that you need to factor in, um, finding a park and the cost of parking, If you're especially if you're going into a city chapter. Um, and then a lot of the face-to-face chapters also provide a meal as well. So there's the added cost of a meal. So it was super convenient and it was also really cost effective um, and time saving to, to be in an online group. Um, I did love it. I personally found that I needed the personal connections and I think that in online groups there can sometimes be a tendency to rely on Zoom even for your one-to-ones and mm. even for, you know, group get-togethers and things like that. So for our group, um, I tried to ensure that I was meeting with my fellow members as much as possible in person so that I could really build those relationships. Because sometimes in a face-to-face meeting you've got those little – um you know, just the little sort of laugh and uh, what, but just the little bits and pieces that go on in between that, you know, there's when you're on mute on Zoom, just don't come come across. Yeah. So that, yeah. that sort of relationship building that happens when you're sitting across from somebody at a table isn't as, I guess, connected in a Zoom room. Um, so I, I really tried to make sure I met with people face to face So I guess that can be one of the negatives of of uh, an online group uh, or one of the cons. Um, So I found that building deeper relationships in a face-to-face group, group, which I'm part of now, um, it's been great for me and my personality. Um, I'm a very uh, um, extroverted type person. I love to be around people and I really get my energy from being around people. So being a, in a face-to-face group has worked beautifully for me. I I love it. Um yeah, I just throw me, throw me in there.
0: <laughs>
1: give, give me
2: all the roles. I'll do them all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh so speaking of which, you were actually um up in the family moved to Queensland and yeah. you had to start your network again.
2: Yeah, we did. So um like many families, um COVID affected us in that uh, my husband, who was, um, he worked quite different hours, uh, so he worked weekends and all public holidays, and he had Thursdays and Fridays off. So we, we got great time together, but we didn't get a lot of family time. And then, of course, in COVID, we were thrown together, and um, and in lockdown, we got to spend lots of time together and decided that we really love spending time together, and we want to do that more Um, And so one of the ways that we uh, decided to do that was to try living up in Brisbane up here, um, which has been a great move for our family. So hubby's not working up here and and I get to build my business up here. And it really means that we've got that extra time um, to spend together. And of course, moving up here, which is um, one of the reasons we moved up here was his family's up here. I knew his parents and, you know, his extended family and a couple of his friends. But I really had no network up here whatsoever, didn't have any friends. Um, So the very first thing that I started to doing when as soon as the boxes arrived and hubby could take over control of setting up the house was go and visit B&I chapters. And so I did that straight away. Um, I was fortunate having come from an online chapter in Melbourne that I could remain a member in my Melbourne chapter. Um, during the interim, I guess, because all of my network was still in Melbourne. So being online still worked for me. Um, and while I was feeling out my way up here, I visited lots of chapters. Uh, I started doing one-to-ones with members because I wanted to be able to start giving to members up here. So I wanted to know who my local handyman could be, who my local electrician could be, so that, you know, when we set up a house, I would be able to immediately start giving referrals away and then genuinely be able to refer and recommend these people. So B&I was absolutely integral in me being able to set up my new community up here in Brisbane.
0: Excellent. And um, how's that gone so far? So you've been in that – how long have you been in Triton for?
2: I've been in Triton now for uh, – what have I been up here? Probably a year and a half now um and yeah i mean our chapter is absolutely in a growing phase we have a couple of other chapters nearby so i do pick um people from those chapters for the categories that we don't have like um a plumber from our, our local chapter um but i've I've built relationships across the three chapters um you know i've I, i'm a serial bni.com map um zoom arena <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if uh you're familiar with it but on bni.com you know you can zoom in on the map and and see where all the chapters are in australia zoom into the areas click on each little pin drop and see where the chapter is where they meet you know the time and location so if i wanted to go and visit that chapter i could fit it into my schedule but then i would sit there and open up the chapter member list And I would have a look and see who's in each chapter. You know, were there some possible relationships that I could be building? Now I'm looking to build relationships with physiotherapists and with chiropractors and beauticians. So I immediately started reaching out to these people. And it's been a really great way for me to um, really target who I network with. Um, But yeah, the... That map is a really awesome resource for people. So if you're not using it, then definitely get in there and, and make sure you do.
0: That is a fantastic tip. And it's a feature of uh, BNI.com, the find a chapter and bnite.com.au actually has it as well, the find a chapter map where you can actually, yeah, just look look at the chapters around the areas, click on the icon and then see the members, see the members of the chapter and who they are and, and what they do, the size of the chapter, where they meet, all the infos there. It's fa- absolutely fantastic. So um, this has been great to uh, catch up and have a chat about you moving. um. One of the things um, you'd probably, from your um, feedback form, is you're talking about taking the opportunities uh, that are offered to you within BNI. So would you like to talk a little bit about that?
2: Oh, yeah. Look, I mean, when V said we'd love to get you on the podcast, I was shaking in my boots.
0: (laughs) You're doing pretty well.
2: (laughs) This is the first first podcast interview I've ever done. And so I was absolutely nervous that I was like, you know what? again, step outside your comfort zone and just give it a go, Um, you know, and when you're talking from your own experience and you're talking from the heart, then I don't think you can really go wrong. Um, And it's the same in your chapter, you know, when you're talking genuinely about what you do, why you do it, and your passion for it, it just comes across. And so, you know, I always encourage people to take on leadership positions, um, it gives great visibility in the chapter. Um, it gives you that ability to grow yourself as a person. And so I think you know if you're offered the opportunity, especially especially for the um, executive leadership positions, you know, your president, vice president, and secretary treasurer, absolutely, just do it. You learn so much about BNI and the system and the chapter and the way it operates. Um, and being part of the chapter success meetings so that you can help to grow your chapter as well and have, um, you know, say in the culture and the direction. It's really um, a great way to to grow yourself. Um, but, yeah, going to the social events that are put on by your region and attending any of the workshops and the roundtable events um I know things are maybe done a little bit differently up in Brisbane. I know that our executive directors work a lot together and do a lot of all of the leadership training and everything together. Um, but making sure that you jump on, the, on these opportunities and the one-to-one conclaves so that you're meeting people constantly and expanding that network. Um, but to say yes. Say yes to the opportunities. <laughs>
0: Veronica, would you like to ask Danny any questions? You've been unusually a, a bit quiet taking all this in at the moment while we've still got Danny with us.
1: I have because uh, I, I have a lot to do with Danny and uh, I'm really proud of being able to be part of Danny's journey into BNI. Uh, I've just I've, I've got one question for you, Danny, before I actually just make a couple of other comments, and that is what would your life look like without BNI? Oh.
0: Wow. Good question.
1: Um
0: she, she's thrown you under the bus, Danny. You, really you know have. she's done she's done the she's done the driving the bus again. You should know Look, she does that.
2: I I absolutely love being a BNI and i member. Um initially I joined B&I because I wanted to be able to re- get re- receive referrals from, you know, people outside my family and friends' network, and that was what it was about initially. My first question to you was, how am I going to give referrals? I was scared as a solopreneur of being able to give to other people. But since becoming a member, the relationships that you build with people that I would never have otherwise met, never have otherwise come into contact with, these people have become really integral in my development as a person but also in my life personally um so i cannot imagine my life without b and i honestly um and i i i love i love what i do i genuinely love what i do but i love b and i just for the just for the the connection i think it is yeah
1: when I first uh, – well, actually, not not too long ago, but I remember Brent used to often say to me, oh, you bleed own because when, before we had the the colour change. Yeah, like
0: no. You bleed red doesn't really work now, does <laughs> no. it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually yeah. do. <laughs> so you bleed <laughs> around, and It was such a compliment for me, but I didn't really quite understand it, I guess, until I became more involved became <laughs> a direct consultant and been launching and even doing the podcast and all of that. And the reason I ask you that question is because when we first met – you had so many questions for me. We had a conversation on the phone and it was, I don't know if I can take on this extra work. Um, you know, I've, I've got to make sure that my husband's on board as well because we've got plans that we're trying to do. And you went off and you came back and you said yes, which is the theme of what you're saying, and that's um, who you are. But I, what I'd love people to hear from your story is that um, if you want someone in your network who's going to be a driver and help people understand the benefits of what B&I can do for them in their business and in their life. If you really want someone to become something, join the membership and that becoming isn't just, you know, a spot in a chapter. You actually become so much more than just a B&I member because you get all of these different resources and people that you're going to be in connection with. But the reason I chose you as a president because you had all of these um, skills and attributes and characteristics that I just knew were going to be... Um, inspiring and driving for a chapter that I was trying to build very quickly now we had a few drivers in the group so we were very fortunate to have those drivers but these are some of the things that I saw in you you were determined focused you're disciplined you were very genuine you, you focused on connecting people you were super organized confident you were friendly and bubbly you were team driven you were a high achiever you were open to feedback so I can say to you, look, Danny, I know that's the way that you want to do it, but for 37 years, B and I have been doing it this way, so why don't we give that a go first and see how we go. Now, when someone gets a Danny in their group, it can either go two, one or two ways. You're going to love them and you get they're going to inspire you and mentor you, or you're going to resist them because you set the standards so high that people are often kind of put off by it. So another question for you is how have you found going to Queensland? It's different. Brent's region is different to every other region and everyone's got their own way of doing things. But, you know, Danny, you also have your magic. So when you've gone to Queensland looking for the chapter that was going to be right for you and now being part of a chapter, what have been, um, what have been your challenges and what's been the best thing about moving to a different state and having a different BNI experience?
0: We're going to to need a part two. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Look, I
2: think the key for me was to join a face-to-face group. Um, Online was amazing and it did have all those uh, fabulous perks of convenience. Um, But I needed to be in a chapter that was face-to-face and I absolutely get my energy from being around my people every Wednesday morning. I am... It keeps me accountable because even those mornings where I am not super excited to get up and go, uh, when that alarm goes up at five o'clock, I whip the doona back and I'm out of bed getting myself ready and I'm super excited to get there and, and I'm really geed up. So, you know, I think it was um, the combination of the people, but, um, you know, it's very different up here. I've found Brisbane to be quite laid back um as far as people and their decisions and um so I was offered a unique opportunity to be on the uh, to become an ambassador quite early on, which um I've loved and I'm yeah. going through the director <laughs>
1: consultant training. Uh, now. Sorry,
0: sorry, I'll put you up for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone was wording them up in Queensland. You've got Danny coming. <laughs> okay.
2: Look, Avi was, um, he was lovely and he's really guided me down this um, leadership path. And I'm I'm in the middle of the training now. And um, I think one of the things that I need to remember is that despite the fact that I might have this, let's go forth like a steam train attitude, that I need to be really mindful of the people around me. And so part of this leadership training has taught me that, I do need to sit back and watch and um and then see where I can best help. And that's all I love doing is just helping people. I love helping people to find their spark. I love helping our chapter to grow. I love getting referrals for people like it genuinely lights me up when I can give a referral to someone. Um and I think when you when you come at it with that giver's gain attitude, then you can't help but insight Um, excitement in other people
1: yeah that's a great answer I think that's exactly um, what I thought of you as well you're going to go up there and you're going to find a new way to help people up there Um, you won't have to compromise who you are but you're just learning so much more because now you're becoming even more in BNI and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you ring me next week and tell me that you've uh, you just bought part of a region would not surprise (laughs) me in the least (laughs) make the most of this girl while you've still got her (laughs) <laughs> left the room, so we yeah, he didn't
0: hear that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, we're just so grateful to have you in our chapter. We're really sad that you were leaving, but um, we know that you're still part of our network and, you know, just wish you all the best, Danny, whatever whatever Thank you're doing me. up there.
0: Danny, what would be the one tip you'd give a fellow member? We always ask all our guests to give us a success tip in BNI. and um, So we know that
2: as members, the... Member expectation is the power of one or doing the five to thrive. Um, you know, you attend your meeting per week, you give a referral a week, you do one hour of CUs. you, do a one-to-one and you bring a visitor um, each month. Um, I would say do more than that. That would be my biggest tip. If you are doing more and you are giving more, then you're going to receive more.
1: Yeah. Can I just Love. say very quickly that... Everything you've just heard in this podcast is the people that are really well-suited for the DNA team. Uh, The traffic lights measure what we're doing if we're doing the minimum. They show how much activity we're doing. Just because you're in the green does not make you a perfect fit for leadership. It's very different. So if you are listening to Danny and you can hear that same amount of energy and, and dedication and commitment to becoming more than you are and to giving more than you give, um, and saying yes, then please uh, hit up your executive director to become part of the DNA team because we need more leaders to make a bigger difference with our members.
0: Danny, one last thing. Thanks, V. One last thing, Danny, would you like to give us your weekly presentation? We asked all our guests to give us Woo! their weekly presentation. She's rubbing her hands together looking forward to it. So like a little over, over to you, Danny Taylor. <laughs>
2: All right, Um, I'm Danny Taylor from Find Your Spark and I hold the health and wellness products category as a nutrition coach and isogenics consultant. So I help people with their health to get them results that they can't get anywhere else. Busy people tend to put others first and themselves last. They run errands, go to appointments, or they're running from the office to the job site, often skipping meals or grabbing fast food on the run. They're on the go from dawn till dusk and often survive off sugar and caffeine hits but that's where I come in. I teach busy professionals how to kick their poor snacking habits, improve their gut health and decrease stress and toxicity in the body. I have an incredible client success rate in achieving weight wellness with most people describing that their energy is now through the roof. So do you know any professionals who are lacking energy or are sick of carrying an extra few kilos? I would love to be their accountability partner to help them eat better so that they feel better can work better and live better. I'm Danny Taylor from Find Your Spark.
1: Now that's amazing. So Brent, now it's your turn. What's your tip for the
0: week? <laughs> oh I'll thank Danny for being with us today that's first. High B, high but, high. but uh Bye. Thank you, Danny, for being with us on, a speed on the Australian Story podcast. I think it's going to be the first of many podcasts you're going to be on. And I'd just like to say our loss is Queensland's gain. And uh, it's great to see you actually taking up the director consultant and director uh, director and growth consultant training. And um, yes, we'll see you again soon. So thank you very much, Danny. Thanks,
2: Brian. Thanks,
0: Veronica. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks, V. Um, My tip for this week, I've I've noticed some things uh, over the last few weeks visiting meetings when I do that, you know, people are feeling the pinch at the moment. They really are feeling the pinch. The economy is, uh, you know, the economy is not going as well as it has been over the last couple of years. And we have been in a boom period coming out of the pandemic. But people forgot where we were two years ago and how we pulled through. And with B&I, you've got the network to help you pull through. Other people haven't. And you've already got that spot. And we're seeing so many people come into B&I now looking for opportunities because business is drying up for them. They're not getting it business as easy as they've been getting it for the last two years. So, yes, things are harder. But then that's the time to double down and draw on your network and draw on your support network within BNI and work harder at what we do because you have a captive audience there every week to bring you in business. So work your network harder and uh, you'll get over, you know, times where we're feeling the pinch. Other businesses without that network, you you know, are feeling the pinch and you don't have to because you've got that support network to be involved. So that's my tip for this week.
1: Beautiful. So just remember that you're part of something amazing and there's people there to help you through whatever you're going through at the moment with the BNI Network. Thank you everyone for listening to episode 117 of BNI, the Australian story.